From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, February 25th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine this afternoon outlined some of the steps Ohio will take to begin easing COVID-19 safety restrictions around the state. The governor said that sporting venues will be allowed to fill to 25 to 30 percent capacity, depending on whether events are indoors or outdoors. DeWine added that Ohio's veterans' homes will resume admissions and that restrictions on visits to the state's behavioral health hospitals will be lifted. The governor stressed that mask wearing and social distancing will still be required in spaces where other restrictions are being eased. He said that guidance concerning proms, wedding receptions, festivals, and the like is forthcoming. The ability of the governor to issue public health orders during the pandemic would be restricted under a bill in the Ohio House that is the latest effort by Republicans to rein in the state's authority. Dave James reports. An Ohio House committee reviewed the GOP-backed bill yesterday that looks to create legislative oversight of emergency orders made by fellow Republican Governor Mike DeWine and the Ohio Department of Health. The effort is similar to a bill that passed in the Senate last week that would limit public health emergency orders to 90 days and also give the General Assembly the power to rescind those orders by resolution after 30 days. Governor DeWine vetoed a bill last year aimed at reining in his ability to issue health orders. Dave James, I in News. Two Central Ohio men, 21-year-old Alexander Shepard and 39-year-old Derek Jancart, are the latest to face federal charges in connection with the failed insurrection at the U.S. Capitol January 6th. Lindsay Mills has more. According to U.S. District Court documents, Shepard was identified by the FBI in photos from body cameras and security footage. The FBI says it also found posts on social media from Shepard as part of their investigation. Investigators say when an FBI agent went to his home after the riots, he told them he drove from Powell to Washington, D.C. to protest the, quote, rigged election. Jan Cart, who lives in Franklin County, was identified by the FBI from body and security cameras. They say a family member and a former co-worker came forward with information leading to that arrest. Jan Cart once worked for the Ohio National Guard's 180th fighter wing at the Toledo Express Airport in Northwest Ohio. As of June 2014, he was no longer employed there. However, Jancart is one of several current or former members of the U.S. military or law enforcement who were at or near the Capitol riot. In Columbus, Lindsay Mills. A Franklin County Sheriff's deputy is in jail facing federal child pornography charges. Andrew Kinsey has more with Chief Deputy Rick Minard on his office's reaction. Court documents show 38-year-old Daniel Heinz was arrested after investigators say they found tens of thousands of images of both young girls and young boys, some as young as toddlers, engaging in sexual activity with other kids and adults. Authorities say they were disgusted by what was found. And when we find out that somebody in our office has violated that trust. The sheriff's office is gonna move swiftly to rid this place of, of that kind of behavior and those kind of individuals. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Social service advocates are criticizing an Ohio bill that would toughen eligibility requirements for food stamps and Medicaid benefits. Legislation sponsor Senator Tim Schaefer is a Republican from Lancaster. His bill would require beefed-up monitoring of changes in food stamp recipients' income and also require photos on state food stamp cards called EBT cards. Schaefer's bill also proposes adding some work requirements for recipients of Medicaid. Officials with county human services agencies and food banks testified yesterday that the legislation would further strain Ohio's safety net system during the pandemic. 
Ohio's lawmakers are introducing new legislation dealing with false or racially motivated 911 calls. More from Gabriela Garcia. Ohio State Representatives Thomas West and Casey Weinstein introducing a bill to deal with false and racially motivated 911 calls. The proposed legislation would give victims the opportunity to sue the caller in civil court for damages. If the court found in favor of the victim, the caller would have to complete a court-approved implicit bias training program. After finishing the program, the individual would turn in written proof of completion to the court. Reporting in Columbus, Gabriela Garcia. A new study out of university hospitals in Cleveland shows masks do not stop the body from getting adequate oxygen. Laura Queso reports. Scientists studied heart rate, carbon dioxide tension, and oxygen levels in 50 volunteers after 10 minutes of various stages of physical activity with and without a mask. Dr. Stephen Schein says 32% of the participants consider themselves to have asthma. And what we found, not surprising, was that oxygen levels stayed the same and carbon dioxide levels stayed the same and not a single subject in the entire study had a significant drop in their oxygen or rise in their carbon dioxide level. I'm Laura Queso. Prosecutors in Cincinnati have announced a death penalty indictment against a man now accused of having killed not only his girlfriend, but also her three-year-old child, whose body has never been found. More from Karina Nova. The Hamilton County prosecutor says 21-year-old Deshaun Brown is now charged with two counts of aggravated murder, as well as abuse of a corpse and evidence tampering. Brown was earlier charged with having killed Nitisha Lattimore in her Cincinnati apartment in early December. Her body was found about a week later near a bridge in downtown Cincinnati. The county coroner said she died of stab wounds. Karina Nova, ONN News. About 100 Ohio National Guard members are still in southern Ohio assisting with cleanup and debris removal from an ice storm following Governor DeWine's emergency declaration last Friday for Lawrence and Gallia counties. Dave James reports. The storm hit the counties along the Ohio River on Monday of last week. About 60 soldiers from the Army National Guard's 1191st Engineer Company based in nearby Portsmouth and 40 airmen from the Air National Guard's 200th Red Horse Squadron based in Port Clinton and with a detachment in Mansfield are helping. The soldiers and airmen are armed with chainsaws, front-end loaders, dump trucks, and other heavy equipment to clear away fallen trees and other debris clogging critical infrastructure. Dave James, ONN News. And the pandemic has hit the U.S. harder than any country in the world, but there is another dreaded virus that has been nearly absent. Tyler Paley explains. Flu cases are low right now. Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff with the Ohio Department of Health. Last year at this point, We were approaching 5,500 flu hospitalizations in Ohio. This year, we haven't even hit 100. Credit the drop to people getting vaccinated against the flu. Another reason flu numbers are down is because of the use of masks, which are protecting against both COVID and the flu. Tyler Paley reporting. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.